Welcome to the CSL Olympia podcast. In this episode, you will hear an opening prayer, followed by a talk. You can learn more about us at our website, cslolympia.org. Blessings. So, let's go within. Let's just be present. Present to this precious, sacred moment. As we come together, our hearts open up and appreciation shines in our lives. Sweet, sweet spirit, infinite presence, source of all that is, abounds with grace, with joy, with love, with blessings. And in my mind's eye, I look around. I take in the wonder of this earth, of nature, my home. And I see that each of us spins in infinity. Each of us a channel of infinite kindness. I know I am one with divine mind and all that is. I see miracles, blessings. In oneness, I see my soul and spirit rise. I take this opportunity to stop, pause, and become aware of the good in this moment, the divine ever-present in this life. I see the universe opening up for each of us as we step through into greater awareness and appreciation of our good. Hearts, souls, and arms wide open. We are each co-creators of our experiences. I feel divine energy flowing effortlessly as grace, joy, love, blessings. Infinite sacred good shows up in each of us as us. In our oneness, infinite presence blesses and stimulates. The words spoken today are filled with grace. The music is joy. Our community is rich with blessings and with love. I am in deep gratitude for this coming together and residing in in this thankfulness. Each of us manifests a sacred, infinite presence come to life. Yes, we are. I release this into spiritual law, which expresses naturally and eternally. I let go and allow and receive an ease. And so it is. This month, we're looking at the theme of breathe in the view. Take a moment. Tim Tim gave us a wonderful uh, opening meditation to walk through a gate and breathe in the view. Thank you. Breathe in the view. Lift your consciousness as high as you can and breathe that in. And yes, as Buffy is indicating, it includes all of us. 
Each of you is part of the view. Ooh, that rhymed. And our talk today is called Transcending with Gratitude, Lifting Up with Gratitude. You know, this week we celebrate um, the Thanksgiving holiday in the U.S., which is marked by feasting and family and football for many people. And, and it's also marked as a day of mourning for Native Americans. And so to be conscious of all of that in existence. This afternoon's uh, service by Interfaith Works, which is normally called the, the Thanksgiving service, has been renamed to uh, Resetting the Sacred Table. And it will include uh, and acknowledge the stories of those who were the first residents of the land. And we'll address the, the issues that have come out of this uh, hundreds of years of people taking land from other people. Let's just put it that way. And it'll seek ways to walk into the future with greater respect and a recognition of our collective oneness. And we as a community are going to have that opportunity also to walk into a greater future with respect and recognition of our collective oneness. And I encourage you to be part of that right shortly after the service. And I also encourage you to join the Interface service at 2 o'clock uh, in the Interface uh, Facebook live stream. I put the address for that in the chat right at the very, right near the very start of the chat. Uh, you can find that link and uh, you don't need a Facebook account to join. And so in that spirit of, of that, I would like to begin this talk with the acknowledgement of the indigenous people of these lands. And so we acknowledge the indigenous people who have stewarded this land since time immemorial and who still inhabit the area today the state chess band of indigenous people of the Squaxin Island tribe. Breathe that in. And this talk today is not about the holiday of Thanksgiving. It's about gratitude. It's about the spiritual practice of gratitude as not as a once a year practice, but as a daily, hourly, moment-by-moment moment practice. And the real power of gratitude to transform our lives, and since we're all one, as we transform our lives, we transform the lives of the world around us because we are all interconnected. Gratitude is a spiritual practice. Gratitude. It's the realization that all good, capital G good, all of it, is already present. Breathe that in for a moment. What if we could all realize that all the good, everything we could name and beyond, way beyond, is already present? See, gratitude is a causative energy which reveals the ever-present abundance of the universe. When we practice spiritual gratitude, we don't wait for things to be grateful about. Nor are we grateful to some big God somewhere in the sky or out there somewhere who bestowed some good upon little us. That's not what we're doing. We are grateful as God. We are grateful as this infinite presence in form. We are enjoying the finished kingdom through which we are already and right now walking. Take a breath. It's good to be grateful for things, 
as a practice to engage the feeling of gratitude. But in truth, that kind of gratitude is really kind of training wheels or baby steps or practice to move towards living as gratitude. So if gratitude doesn't come easily for you, they haven't practiced it a lot lately. And there were times in my life where I, you know, I did not come easily and I had not practiced it. Then definitely begin the practice by finding things and people to be grateful for. Take the baby steps and express that gratitude to those people. Do the practice of writing down things you're grateful for each night. And if you're like most people, you'll find that your list, which you first couple of nights struggled with to get five things, will be you'll be spending half an hour before you go to bed writing things about which you're grateful. Because gratitude expands. It's an expansive energy. Let it be part of your everyday routine. See, gratitude is an expression of love. Capital L, love. Gratitude is an expression of love. And the nature of love is to expand and to express. And as you're being grateful, be sure to include yourself as part of what you're grateful of. You don't need to be grateful to some God. The real infinite nature doesn't need your gratitude. We, we need gratitude. We need gratitude to lift us above the human condition. We need gratitude to shift our consciousness to align with the divine consciousness. In his book, The Foundations of Mysticism, Joel Goldsmith says something that's very powerful and very challenging to our worldview, including our views of spirituality as we may have thought of it. He says, Take a breath. There is no God in the human world. Ooh, there is no God in the human world. That is why, he says, that the human world is full of sin, disease, death, lack, and limitation, suffering, all that stuff. There is no God to stop it. Because these things couldn't happen in the presence of an infinite spirit. The human world as it exists is completely out of touch with and cut off from that infinite presence. Now, if that doesn't rattle your cage, I don't know what will. Let's take a breath for a moment and see if we can look at that. You might be inclined to say, but I thought God was everywhere present and there is no spot where God is not. We teach that to our kids. And it's true. That is true. God is just being God. God is just being pure love, pure intelligence, pure beauty, pure power, pure peace, pure joy, pure intelligence. But when we, when we are operating in the human world, when we are lost in the fog of struggle and forgetfulness, it's not that the infinite presence isn't there. It's that we have lost our connection, our contact with that oneness. We're not living within it. We're living within the world. Just like when it's cloudy overhead and it seems like there's no sun. The sun is still there. We're not living in alignment with it. Eventually, we get tired of the fog of struggle. That's why you and I are here in this kind of a teaching, or and lots of people are in, in this sorts of teachings elsewhere. It's because eventually we get tired of the fog of that struggle. We say there must be something else. There must be a better way. And we finally start to go and search for that better way. So gratitude, 
viewing life not as a bunch of problems to either overwhelm us or to be solved, but as a perfect expression of the divine brings the light of love into our fog and has us standing in the light. And we begin to let go of the struggle. Now, the struggle feels real. Oh, it feels so very real. Yesterday, my favorite football team in the world got their butts handed to them, if I can say that in a church service. And it felt so very real. But gratitude as a spiritual practice, not gratitude for something, not gratitude for someone, gratitude in the process itself breaks the hypnosis of that appearance of real. Joel Goldsmith goes on to say, God's kingdom is not of this world. You have to rise above the world to reach that divine kingdom, the Christ kingdom, the Buddha kingdom, the Tao kingdom, the whatever name you want to give it, that consciousness, that highest consciousness. Every individual on earth who breaks through to making contact with the divine has also overcome the world and is now in the world, but not of it, no longer living under law, but living under grace. Most of us have had moments where we have had that breakthrough. Most of us have had those moments of direct contact with the divine. That's the purpose of this whole teaching, is to support all of us in having contact, our own direct experience, interaction with that infinite presence. You don't need me to get you there. You don't need a priest of some sort. You don't need the right book. One of my teachers used to say, if you could buy the book that would really, truly change your life, would you buy it again? Because you already have a bunch of them on your bookshelf that you don't read and apply. Ooh, I have a bookshelf, bookshelf full behind me here and in another room. It brings us into the light. The light of love brings us beyond that struggle. We must do whatever we can to break the spells, to break the Don Miguel Ruiz calls the metote, the hypnosis, to connect ourselves with the divine nature. When we live as the world tells us to live, we live in the mind of man. As we spend more contact in more time in contact with our divine nature, we live in the mind of the divine. Our mind is living in the divine mind. Not so, and it's not some God that we have to please. We all have that mind, by the way. We all have that divine mind. There's no God that we have to please. There's no God who will grant us favors if we're good boys or good girls. There's no God who will protect us from harm because God doesn't know harm. And there isn't harm in the infinite. There's no God who's going to heal us from disease because God doesn't even know disease. It can't be. And it doesn't answer or not answer our prayers. It's just being God. God, the infinite nature, just is. Is. Nothing takes away or adds to it. It just is. It just is life and love and intelligence and power and peace and beauty and joy. It just is being that lavishly. The infinite oneness doesn't withhold anything. There's a lovely uh, Hafiz poem that says, even after all this time, 
The sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what happens with a love like that. It lights the whole sky. That is the love of the infinite and even more so. When things are said like the gift is already given, and things like before they have knocked, I have already answered, it means that the divine nature already is all we could ever want. But in the human condition, we forget because we have believed in separation. We have believed we're separate from that oneness. And from that root have created lack and limitation and hurt and fear and disease and all that junk, all that stuff, none of which is really real, capital R, real. When we begin to live as gratitude, we break through the hypnosis of this world. We are walking out of Plato's cave into the light of truth, the light of real reality. And the time is here. The time is now, as it always is, by the way, for us to awaken from our induced sleep and transcend the human dream and the human nightmare. Jesus said, I have come and found, most, found you asleep, and most of you are having nightmares. It's time for us to wake up. to step into the light, the awakening of truth and of freedom. And we can begin that process by being grateful for everything and keeping at it until we are grateful as everything, until we are living as gratitude. So this week, two spiritual practices. Number one, practice gratitude. Practice gratitude. Wherever you're at with gratitude, deepen it being willing to say, I am willing to engage more deeply with gratitude. Commit, set an intention to live as gratitude, even if right now you have no idea what that looks like or feels like. Set the intention. Our divine self knows how to create that within us. And then secondly, stay awake. Don't get caught in the drama of separation. Don't get caught up in that drama of separation. You know, some of us are going to have that opportunity in just about an hour or half an hour. As we have this community meeting, we're going to get to practice staying awake and living in gratitude this afternoon. So those are our two spiritual practices. Are you good with those? Practice gratitude, deepen it, and stay awake. You know, during the our morning meditation, uh, Tim Robinson read a, a wonderful set of questions from the poet Mary, Mary Oliver, excuse me. And I've asked Tim if he would reread those so that everybody can sit and contemplate these questions. So, Tim? Yeah, thank you, David. Uh, so, yeah, in her poem, Gratitude, Mary Oliver poses these series of questions. Um, they're interspersed with her own kind of musings and notices. And I strongly encourage you to read her poem. It's beautiful. But the questions are, what did you notice? What did you hear? When did you admire? What astonished you? What was most tender? What was most wonderful? And what did you think was happening? Thank you. And we'll put those on our uh, Facebook page 
Um, so Tim, if you could send me those in an email or send them to Sandy Dell, actually has an email, that'd be fabulous. Ah, so if we opened in curiosity, if we open in paying attention, it'll shift our lives. I'm going to close with a quote from uh, Richard Rohr, who says, prayer is sitting in the silence until it silences us. Gratitude until we are gratitude. Praising God until we ourselves are an act of praise. Mature prayer always breaks into gratitude. Mature prayer always breaks into gratitude. I'm going to invite us to speak uh, our affirmation together. And so if you'll join me with this affirmation, we'll say it through twice. I live as gratitude. I delightfully see the divine everywhere. One more time, I live as gratitude. I delightfully see the divine everywhere. And so it is. I'm grateful to each of you and for each of you for creating a community, co-creating a community of love. Just greater than all the stuff, greater than all the circumstances. That that love is bigger and we let it be, we let it flow. And so from that sense of gratitude, knowing that there is this infinite presence that just is, just is, the beauty, the joy, the love, the life energy, the intelligence, the power, the peace, this infinite presence that just is this. We know that we are one of it because we can't be anywhere outside of an infinite. So we must be within this. And if we're within it, then we are the nature of that infinite individualized as each of us. Each of us is the jewel, is a jewel in the net of Indra. Each of us is a thought, a consciousness in the divine mind. Each of us is valuable and worthwhile. And so knowing that as the truth, I simply surrender into gratitude, into gratitude for this infinite presence. Hmm. Knowing that each of us is one of it. And so it is.